welcome to I Burn Everything, a food and relationship podcast. I'm Stevie Nelson, and to my left is Dave Horowitz. Hi, Stevie. Hi, Dave. I've <laughs> missed you. I've missed you so much. Aww. It's been so long. It has been long. Dave got a new haircut and looks really good. Thank you. You're welcome. I already said that once today, though, right? You got something in your eye earlier today. We took care of it, right? <laughs> I did. I got something in my left eye, and it turned very red, and I freaked out, and it looked like I was crying. Half in of you was crying really hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. The other one half, half wasn't sad. Having an anxiety half attack. I know. It felt like one. Oh, hey, did you just hear another voice? <laughs> it's not your imagination. It's our guest. Uh, we would like to welcome Katie Stoll to I Burn Everything. Oh, hi. hi I feel Katie so Stoll. welcomed. In case you don't know Katie, she is an actress, a comedian. She does a lot of stuff with Cracked. Yes. Um, and she's one of my dearest friends. Yes, that's right. I feel like that should have come first. She's part of my first crew. First and foremost, I'm part of your crew. <laughs> and then other things follow. Yeah, yeah. Most importantly, you are my crew. Um, I think today, Katie. Yes, Stevie. Thank you for acknowledging me. <laughs> you guys are doing a great job. <laughs> I feel like we're using really calm and soothing voices here today. I usually do this on, on accident for the first like 10 minutes of the podcast. I use like a NPR voice. Yeah, I like it. I like it real much. Yeah. Real much? <laughs> mm. Me talk so good. <laughs> you are doing really good. Ugh. And then around minute 12, it just gets real loose. Yeah, and then <laughs> it just turns, turns to get dirty. <laughs> just turns yeah. to laughing. Things don't, don't get dirty on this show until like an hour or five when we're like about to wrap up yeah. and then oh, somebody yeah. reveals something weird. Yeah. That's or not I'm, weird. We're not trying to shame we'll see. bodies or proclivities. No. Everything's see, where okay my brain here. just went was like, okay, I got to start figuring out what weird shit I want to share. <laughs> like, no, yeah. Well, anything's, nothing's off limits, but things, you know, you can stay as on limits as you want. Okay. I'll yeah. Stay, we'll stay on limits. Your I'll comfort is, is paramount to us. It's paramount. Thank you. I, I feel very safe and comfortable. Mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's, 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 yeah. Let's delve into this. Yeah. Stevie's got notes. I have a lot of notes. Stevie's gotten like really, really good at doing this. So like, (laughs) sorry, I just wanted to say like the first episode, she was looking to me as if to say, (laughs) what are we doing? I don't even know how to do this. And halfway through that episode, it like started to make sense. And ever since... Now, she, now there's notes. Mm-hmm. We have like a pre-meeting before we so go to a, we go to that coffee shop yeah. where you run into everybody you've ever met or dated. dated. Or it's talked the most to, fun. And yeah. you're friends yeah. of friends. No matter what kind of day you're having, you're going to run into people who maybe yes. you're not prepared to see. Absolutely, you got to look good. Yeah, that's and, one thing I've learned. Uh, oh, I've I I always uh, look good. I basically, no, no, I basically <laughs> wear either what I slept in or what's on my floor, and then after after the podcast, I'll shower. Yeah, smart. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, it's a long way to go to say Stevie's a natural host. She's doing great. Katie snorted. Oh, God. Right into the mic. Katie She's is, wearing a really cool hat. Katie is like cartoon charming. <laughs> She's like, um, what I love about her is she possesses. Are you about to talk about how graceful she is? Oh my god, she just hit. She just, her are mouth you okay? With a I'm glass. not graceful at all. No, I took hit. a sip from this mason jar glass, guys, and I and just hit her smacked teeth. it right into my front. Teeth. Right after having just <laughs> snorted, and if I know anything about Katie, pretty soon she's gonna fall down for no reason. She is the clumsiest human I've ever met. We were walking down Griffith Park um, one day, and she lost her shoe like three times. Like she left it behind while we were walking. Like she kept picking up one of her feet and it would like the shoe would just fall off and she'd keep walking and i i like oh wait hold on 
run yeah. back and get my shoe and catch up real yes. quick. <laughs> she's like romantic comedy charming. Like the but, but like she, a good rope, not a contrived romance. No, it's like all on. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's natural. not fake. Um, <laughs> it's really the natural. Last, the last guy I was dating uh, was like, like a by the third date, you know him. Uh, was like, yes, I do. Oh, okay. So this this is not a bit. This is for real. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! And I was like, oh yeah. Oh no, this is this is very real. This is for life. Yeah, <laughs> this is part of me. <laughs> This is part of me. Um, speaking of dating. Speaking of dating. I would love to dive into some red flags. Yes, please. This um, is our red flag episode. Yeah, this is our red flag episode. Okay. Um, where it's that thing, red flag. I think you can define it as that moment in a relationship where your internal alarms start ringing. Yeah. Because you hear something that's like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, this no. Bad. This isn't going to work. It's the first inkling or the second or the third, depending on the number of flags. And depending on, on how long it takes you to get with yes. it. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's talk red flags. Let's talk um, about some red flags. Do you sure. have specific red things that you're like, that's a red flag? Let's see. Specific things that that's a red flag. Well, um, uh, never having been in a relationship is yeah. one. Oh, yeah, that's huge. Like, Ooh, especially uh, not being kids anymore. Not being kids if anymore. you need a grown adult who's never been yeah. in a relationship. Oof. And I did. Uh, I, I went on a couple dates with someone. Uh, we probably all know everybody I've ever dated um, or mm. in some way, but I'm not going to name small names. world. But um, wonderful person, but has never like. <laughs> <laughs> it is a small world. just gave me possibly the most sitcom mischievous look I've ever seen. Guys, if you were here watching this you'd be well you know you're here listening to it and you're very entertained but these are some beautiful <laughs> people with some very sick coming <laughs> attributes yeah so yeah maybe we should get a film crew up in here mm-hmm. anyway never have been in a relationship um at 35 oh. um you know like dated people for maybe like a period of a few months or whatever Oof. um and like i get it but that's something that happens in la i think a lot maybe uh because people are so focused on career and like it takes a while to get established and like mm. you know maybe there's not like that much room but i think it means i think if you've never been in a relationship at 35 you have a deep seated fear of vulnerability could be that yeah, i think that's not normal in. yeah you yeah. don't you ha- i mean i've accidentally gotten in relationships <laughs> so, <laughs> all the goddamn time oh my god <laughs> how many times have i called you katie and been like oh fuck this guy asked me to be in a relationship and i didn't know what to say so i said yeah wait that's happened a at all and b more than once yes how many times i don't know maybe three well i mean can you imagine like a guy is lucky enough to score a date with this girl uh and you just pointed to stevie not yourself (laughs) yeah i was I was also thinking double this, thumbs. This yeah, it direction. works both ways. You know, like you're like, oh, get on a date. And like it goes fine. And like you go on another date maybe. And all of a sudden this guy's like, yeah, I want this thing. Pin it down. Yes. It happens. But you could always say no. Ugh, I can't. Not in the moment. I tell people I panic. I like the last guy who did this to me. We had gone on four dates in which we had only had sex. Like we didn't actually go on. They weren't dates. real dates. Is no. the thing. Like he didn't take you to dinner. No, he, took he you never to drinks. Yeah, and we met every time. We just like went to drinks. I mm. two of the times didn't even have drinks. Yeah. And then by the fourth date, he sat with me and he goes, "Would you like to just date only me?" <laughs> and I said, "What do you mean?" <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, what do you mean by that? And he was like, I just think like me and you exclusively dating each other. And I was like, so I can't go on dates with other people. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, no, uh, I guess not. And I, I don't know. And then I felt I like fucked him up. I've said the word fuck so many times. Am We're I not, allowed? It's not a censored podcast. Are you allowed? I don't know. I don't know what podcasts are. Well, currently this podcast just lives uh, in, in my computer between emails between us <laughs> and uh, at the Ryan, time of this recording, no engineer. episodes have been released. Yeah, none. Yeah, none. We're just still Which feeling is fun. it out. At the time of this listening, all episodes will have been released. Absolutely, all, all by them. now. Yeah, it seems like. Um, Maybe we're afraid of commitment with this podcast. Ooh, that's a red flag, guys. <laughs> Are we a red flag for this podcast? I feel like, yeah, for sure. I, I'm One foot in the door, one foot out. I am on the run. <laughs> I am always ready to run. This um, is more of a raw episode of this show, <laughs> I would say. I like it. Let's get real, real. Okay, um, let me confess something. <laughs> please. Let me just confess something. I'm having a terrible day. Yeah. And I'm having trouble shaking it, so if I seem like I want to light fires and cry, it's because I do. That's what the listeners are here for. Yeah. This is kind of podcast gold slash bread and butter. Yeah. I think we should maybe lean into what you're feeling. Okay. Yeah. Because Be I'm feeling baby. very jittery. I'm full of coffee. Yeah. You're feeling jittery? Oh, See, yeah. no, you don't strike me as jittery at all. You strike me as a fellow with a nice haircut. Well, mm. you know, that is not necessarily part of my personality or my mental state. Oh. It's, it's very flattering. <laughs> you strike me as a person with a nice hat, but like... <laughs> I'm wearing a nice hat. <laughs> I, I know other stuff yeah. that has nothing to do with your hat. Yeah, yeah. So like you're jittery personality full of coffee. Jittery, full of coffee, just had like a business phone call that was weird. On a Sunday. On a Sunday, no less. Yeah, yeah. how'd it go? Uh, it went weird. I'm just trying to get a couple of, um, I'm trying to get my life in order. Yeah. Uh, and it's a slow process. Mm-hmm. Um, much like, I don't know, nailing down a format for your podcast, nailing sure. down a format for your life. It, I'm just killing time because Stevie's writing stuff down on a piece of paper. No, no, no. I, like I all just that. wrote down feeling sad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Wait, let me see this. Let me see. That's art. Um, it literally says feeling sad. Feeling sad. Frowny face. Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay, okay. You asked me about red flags, so yeah. that was one. Do you have a red flag that you... Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. tell me one. So my therapist says that my red flags are typically... So usually in a relationship and because of my family dynamic, yeah. I am the capable one yeah. in a relationship. I'm the one who can hold stuff together. Yeah. I'm the one who can um, help you when you're sad. I'm that person. Yes. So a red flag for me is someone is actually my own... It's interestingly my own thing where it's a red flag is when I have to feel too capable for yeah. someone else. So when I f- start to feel responsible for someone else. Yeah. Um, also, when someone drinks too much is a huge red oh, flag yeah. for me. Mm. I'm very sensitive to that. I also think it's sort of like, you know, I don't. I want to date someone with their shit together. Totally. Do you mean drinks too much in general or like uh, on a, a particular night out, they're just wasted? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe both to some degree. Like mm-hmm. I think a lot of the guys I've dated in LA drink so consistently like I dated a lot of guys who drink every night and that's too much for me I I barely drink and so for me that's something that I'm like oh it just doesn't match my lifestyle that's it you know like it's not that it's not necessarily that there's anything wrong with you it's just it doesn't fit for me um people what else I have so many red flags 
I have so many. I'm really self-conscious that I'm going to be coughing a lot because I've got it. So I'm just going to drink some water. Hit your I teeth. Hit <laughs> your teeth. Um, <laughs> what are yours, Dave? Yeah, what are yours, well, Dave? I mean, uh, this is there. It's rare that you get to say this and mean it, but mm-hmm. I literally wrote the book on this subject. <laughs> what is it? I wrote a book. Wow. Called Deal Breaker. No, because you didn't Deal know Breaker this, and Red Flag are sort of synonymous with each other, but. If you go on Amazon.com, you could buy a book that I co-wrote for one penny, and uh, it's called Deal Breaker, The Definitive List of Dating Offenses. Wow. So you are an on accident, published author. Yeah. So on accident, we're talking- One penny. <laughs> yeah, one penny. On accident, we're talking about deal breakers and red flags, and you've written an entire book on it. So you, please tell us some yeah, of these red flags. you could say flags. this is your specialty. Yeah. Well, I could say that, except that book was published in 2010, and in the five years since, uh, I've really been through the ringer, (laughs) (laughs) or put myself through the ringer relationship-wise. I kind of don't think I was qualified to write that book when I wrote it, um, because it basically takes uh, takes you through the course of a relationship from first meeting someone, to first date, to three weeks in, to a couple months in, to a year in, to post-breakup. Uh, with all of the things along the way that would turn you off to someone. I mean, the the, the real pithy ones are, you know, your your dirty bathroom. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, your your empty fridge. Um, <laughs> no, no. Why did you look at me? Do you know that I because have an empty my, fridge? No, my mic is pointed toward you. I, I have to speak into the microphone. I have an empty fridge and it is a red flag. I've never seen your fridge or your, I mean, I don't it's know. It's empty. It's empty. I've never seen your fridge. Is your Probably fridge empty? Less no, empty. less empty. I mean, I don't buy a lot at a time because it's just widow me there. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> widow old me? And like, yeah, oh. and then it goes bad pretty quickly. Yeah. But there's always something in my fridge. Mm. Sure. Almond milk. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that counts. Some eggs. Yeah. Dinosaur kale? There's frequently kale. Mm, that mm. makes sense. Anyway. That should be the name of your podcast, Frequently Kale. Frequently Kale? I think that's really cute. Or dinosaur kale. You no, can interview kale. people from farmers markets, yeah. guys named Kale, people no, but, who like yeah. the musician John Kale. Yeah. Anything that happens in frequency. I'm gonna put that in the back of my mind and store it in the vault. Like you would a refrigerator. Anyway. Yes. Um <laughs> so all of those things that are in that book are kind of not um you know, they're f- like so five years ago I was in my mid to late twenties and uh things were different. I was Dating-ish, my partner that I wrote it with uh, was in a very serious live-in relationship. She's now married to him. So uh, I think we're just in different places right now. I think what are, red flags are... Up. Yeah, it's a new thing. So what are your red flags today? Um, I think maybe the biggest one that I could kind of pick out of the sky and say, if you're just dating someone and you go to a party together where you know uh, some of the same people... And you uh, don't act like you know each other at the party <laughs> at all. And then you go over to that person maybe that you are in a relationship with and you they're talking to someone else and you stand next to them as if to be like, hi, I'm also here and I'm with her and we, we, uh, drove, together. we drove together and tonight we will have sex. Hello. And then that person doesn't make like a strong yeah. effort to yeah. say this is my boyfriend or this is Dave. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I mean, this is, you know, your name here. Yeah. Um, Cause it's universally applicable. It's not just applicable to you. No, no, no. So I think if that happens, <laughs> um, 
that person maybe is not as on board for, for the idea of you as as maybe yeah. you would have liked. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Think, That's a big one. Yeah, and I think the um, one that goes further down the line with that is like when on social media, when there's no sign that the other person exists. Yes. So like yeah. deep into the relationship, you're like a year in and you're like, nobody knows that you have a boyfriend or girlfriend. You're like never been in any pictures together. Yeah, <laughs> like you are, according to social media, you don't exist. You don't yeah. exist, I no. think that's a huge red flag. I feel like that means that someone's doing something bad. Yeah. I've had, yeah, I've definitely had um, an experience. Uh, but it's, it's you? That's my phone. Did you guys hear the bing, bing? It's my phone. I forgot to silence it. It's okay. You want that's me to the do sound it? of someone trying to get in touch with you. <laughs> Would you mind grabbing my phone? We do have to read the tweets eventually. Um, Put her to work. <laughs> anyway, no, I was in a situation where... Uh, you know, a really great picture would be taken of me or both of us, and that picture would kind of just never show up on the internet. Yeah. And so there would sort of just be this thing where a couple of weeks, a month would go. I'm not all about three times a day you have to prove no. that you guys went to brunch. It doesn't matter, but I'm saying if you're going... Sooner or later. If you you got to surface like, on that somewhere. And, yeah, and then sometimes it would be not being... T- like, there would be a picture, but not being tagged in it. Yep. I mean, yeah. we live in a time where you can really... I don't need someone to keep tabs on me. I'm not a big uh, official status on Facebook. Oh, yeah, I would never. I haven't done that since I was 24. Listen, I just... I would never. Had to like three, six months after my breakup, have the conversation like, listen, I want to make sure that your Facebook is set, settings are set to private because I'm going to make this unofficial on Facebook and I don't want the attention for us. Ooh, and then wait, it you became stayed a fight. In a, in a, <clears throat> in a Facebook... Relationship a, for a long time. For six, six months, months after, after the breakup? Yeah, I mean, I forgot about it. Well, because for me, Whoa. I had set my privacy things. Like, it doesn't say in a relationship with oh. somebody on my profile page. Um, but it does For some page. reason, like, my pro- it never did. And then one day I saw that, like, it was somebody had said, oh, it's still it. And I was like, oh, dear. Somebody so, had said, like, you guys are still together? And you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. Right. Oh, no. And so I had to be like, can you please change it to private? Oof. And I'll never, ever, ever do it again. myself. Maybe when I get married. If I get married, if I, I get married, I'll be married to someone on Facebook. But I feel like Facebook will be I gone. F- <laughs> I feel like that's for other people. Like you know, like there are things. Ready? Here's my here's my I'm theory ready. on Facebook relationship statuses. That's for the the other people, right? <laughs> <laughs> the basic bitches out there. I <laughs> uh, know exactly what you're saying and it makes me feel like good and bad. Yeah. Like maybe I am one. <laughs> yeah. No, no you're, I'm not. Not one. you're not. You're not one. But no, that's for you're not one either. You know, you. guys, it's not for me. I don't need to tell anyone that I'm in a relationship. You would know because I'll probably post photos of whoever I'm dating. Yeah. And if I don't, it's because I don't think it's going to last. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, so no. that's why it's a red flag. It is a red flag. <laughs> it it's should be he- a red flag. Yeah, you're being hesitant. There's a reason you're being hesitant. Not, you're not jumping in. No. Not full, not you're not leaning one in. Foot you're out. not leaning in. One foot out. Um, yeah. So, okay. I've got one more red flag that came what? up. Is when someone's just gotten out of a relationship. Oh my gosh, Katie, are you smiling? <laughs> are you talking about yourself? Okay. I'm talking about myself. I'm talking about other people too. Okay. In general. Here's a really fun thing. Yeah. Here's a fun fact. So Katie Stoll recently got out of a relationship. Yeah, I did. And Dave, 
a while ago got sort of out of a relationship. <laughs> and and Dave one. and Katie Stoll went on a date we together. We went on a date. We went on a date. <laughs> it was cute. It you was guys. cute. What'd you do? Uh, <laughs> we The plan was to go to a very good uh, ice cream place downtown in... Uh, Grand Central Market. Grand Central Market. McConnell's. Yeah, mm. the one and only. And uh, according to Yelp and other internet destinations, this place was open on a weekday, and uh, I made the plan. We made the plan. Up. We found a sweet parking spot. The oh, best <laughs> parking spot. It's rare in downtown, it especially sure near Grand Central Market. And this entire place was closed. Mm-hmm. Not just the ice cream place. You couldn't. We were peering in. We were looking for side entrances. Yeah, it's true. We circled that building. We circled it. And at a certain point, I think maybe Katie was just humoring me, but she did a good job of... of I probably lost my shoes a couple times at least. <laughs> no, it was, a, it was a pretty oh, graceful... I'm wearing the same shirt that I wore on our date. You are. I didn't want to mention it. Uh, I just realized Did you notice? It. Yeah, I noticed. You really That's did? really cute. That I did. is It was cute. also the last time I saw her. <laughs> no, no. Well, BT Dubs, this is the only shirt I wear. Oh, yeah. okay. No, it's not true. Uh, but no, then we went then to, to remedy the situation. We went to Little Tokyo, yeah. um, went to another ice cream place. That's a weird futury sciencey like we make the ice cream in front of you it was very bright and um, blue fun my ice cream was better than it was hers, his ice cream was felt, way better I, I tried to share as much as possible but <laughs> you did I, a good job i <gasps> this is cute it was yeah cute. then we went to like a little bar that you enter in through a weird alleyway there's that like was really pretty i took up. a nice picture of you i think i have to I, go back and find you guys it. uh yeah this sounds like a great date what has a great date um i think what well, happened? Well, you got back together with your girlfriend for one, <laughs> like the next day. Um, and then like a week later, well, he went out of town that weekend. Well, like, listen, I'm not like super like dating, especially at that you period. You struck me as not the most ready to be dating. Do you think that's fair? I, I think that's very fair. I, I did, And I'm not saying we had a bad time. It was an, And also, we did not, uh, I didn't say like maybe you'd be a good guest so we could Talk about this. I wanted to. You wanted to. I wanted to. Well, I wanted to right now because Katie just said she wasn't ready to be dating and then looked right at Dave and I was like, oof, I can't not. And so I. Well, I was referring to both of us. So, like, like from like an objective, like, objectively, like, Dave is this great candidate to to great dateable, great date material. He's very boyfriend material, all these things. And then there's like, oh, he's also like great friend material. And also, he just got out of this relationship, and we talked about this very recent ex, yeah, several times on the date. Mm. And at the red time, red flag, red flag. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. But I like talking about that. See, here's that's interesting. I know, but that like, that's a to red me, flag. it made you, it, it affected you on a personal level. That made me. It felt like raw-ish, and it oh. felt like something that no. hadn't been resolved. Yeah. Yet. And like I even said to you, like when when I found out you guys got back together. Um, I was like, I texted you. I'm like, it's cool. I knew that already. Like, I knew that that was going to happen. You knew that that was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, because it wasn't, uh, it didn't feel settled in him. Yeah. And like, that was a very recent, you know. So would you say that in certain part, or in some part, the hesitation that maybe I was feeling was coming off of you feeling that I was hesitant? Hesitant. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, like, I don't know where I'm at right now. Like, I'm trying really hard to to, to figure my shit out. Yeah, you know? no, that's yeah. a part of it. Um, and that's a big part of it. But, like, also at the same time, like, dating gets messy. You might as well, <laughs> like, like, you have a good connection with somebody and, like, maybe the timing's not right. Like, you should be friends. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Like, well, it's working. 
Look yeah. at us. Here we are. Yeah. Look and at mature adults navigating relationships. Yeah, it's really cool, Maturely. actually. At least I got to meet your dog. Oh, she's I was kind magic. Of, I was kind of in, you know, part of it was like, maybe I'm going to get to meet Maggie. He was in it for the dog. They all are. Yeah. <laughs> I've dated, I dated a guy who genuinely dated me because he liked my dogs and he would be like, well, can I at least come in and see your dog? <laughs> even if, even if things were bad between me and him, he'd be like, can I just come hug Paisley? And I was like, yeah, I can't say no to that. I, I know that this is going nowhere, but I love how much you love my dogs. Yeah. And we're friends today because he loves my dog so much. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's a guy I dated for a month, our mutual friend. Mm. Uh, do people name names on here? I, I mean, know. we have. It's been a mistake probably, but yeah. we have. Uh, <laughs> he loves Maggie. And he's like, do you have Maggie now? Like I came over to help him on some the coaching audition. Yeah, I had Maggie with, had Maggie with me, and by the time I got there, he'd already put out a bowl of water and like brought out things for her to play with. That's so like nice. he was so excited to see Maggie, and I was Aww. like, oh hey Katie, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had anyone do that with like food? Like um, they have a bowl of food for me on the floor <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Let's put some checks mix on the floor like, for you. Romantic. <laughs> Um, like they coax you in with something they know you like, like that same sort of thing where you're like, you're well, Katie. I know I can get him up here. <laughs> you know, I can get her up here with this cake or with this ice cream. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> <There's> ice cream. <laughs> I've had people do that to me. Coax you with, with ice cream? Oh, just, just got back from this artisan gelato place. I got a couple of I know you like strawberry pints. ice cream. Yeah. Mm. Come it, upstairs. And I'm like, fine. Fine. Okay. Oh God, I will. <laughs> Um, I can't, I'm sure it's happened. As a former fat kid, uh, I am easily coaxed you, with food. You are not our first former fat kid on this podcast. Not surprising, being a comedy-centric yeah. <laughs> world. Uh, I wasn't privy to this. I mean, you, I get, How are you not privy to this? You didn't know this? Well, I, well, also, we don't know each other very well. You're right. It feels like we do, but we don't. Um, oh, boy. Um, yeah, I was a fat kid. You were. For the uh, first long period of my life. Um, I went to fat camp when I was like 11. Oof, how was that? Um, good. I'm lost weight. Uh, I'm competitive. So there was something about it that I like. Each week when I lost weight, this is addiction at a young age, I'd be like, yes! You know what I mean? Like, lost more than you, lost more than you. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't really camp. It was more like class. I say camp because it's funnier, but like I'd have to go <laughs> a couple times a week and like we'd make healthy eating choices and exercise. And like the parents would have to go also and have like a parent class on how to be parents of fat kids. And my mom would treat me afterwards. We'd drive home and we'd go to Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, because we got a list of healthy eating choices from all the different fast food places. What are the healthy eating choices at Taco Bell? Well, you just don't go for things that are fried. Like maybe get a soft taco. Okay. Um, and like have extra veggies put in. Mm. You know, mm. there are reasonable options extra anywhere. Extra lettuce and diced tomatoes. That's tomato. interesting. Uh, you know, if you have to eat there. Um, yeah. So, so at fat camp, did you have to break up with certain foods? Did you have to like really cut off certain foods? Um, well, it was for children. So I don't think that that kind of extreme dieting is, is, is what they advocate. But I advocate. Advocate. For? Advocate. Um, advocate. Uh, advocate. <gasps> That's another good podcast. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Advocate. Uh, it's, 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 it's It should only be people. 
can have your own food and relationship podcast. Yeah, you can do exactly what we're doing, just with a different name. Will you guys be my guest? Yeah, yeah do you absolutely. Want to start right now. This has now become the Avocati <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, welcome, about veggies, guys. Got, healthy eating. She's hijacked our podcast. Um, the one just thing like that they told our me. Lives <laughs> in your our hearts. hearts. <laughs> Katie stole your hearts. Yeah. Ooh, I know. <laughs> what should that sounds like a? Uh, I had a boyfriend tell me that in college, mm. so it's taken. It's already his. I mean, it um, also is the name of your Etsy store where you make handbags. It is heart-shaped yeah. handbags <laughs> with with Katie still mm-hmm. in the middle. Um, uh, that mostly what they told us is, is the phrase that stuck with me for life is that you can eat a telephone booth full of veggies if you want, like have at it. If you want to eat. If you feel like you're still hungry, just keep eating veggies, but always have at least half of your plate be vegetables. And then that have really whatever advice. you want. Um, and then balance it with exercise. That's great. Um, it is great. Are, are there foods today, because maybe fat camp for kids doesn't advocate breaking up with foods, but are there, are there foods today that you've broken up with because A, they don't make you feel good, or, yeah. or B, you just don't believe in them? I don't believe in food. There are foods I don't believe in and I won't eat. Like, like, don't believe they, like, refuse to acknowledge? I refuse to acknowledge they exist. I refuse to acknowledge that anyone should eat them. Like what, like caviar? I mean, never tried it. Don't want it. Hate mm-hmm. it. Fish eggs. Never tried it. Definitely hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I don't believe they exist. No, I don't believe in them. I don't believe in mayonnaise. I hate mayonnaise. Gross. Um, just globs of goo. Yeah, it's disgusting. There are a lot of foods I just, like, ugh, I can't stand by them. I don't like sauces too much. I, don't, I mean, like, I don't like dressing on salad. I'll tell you that much. Wow. I like a little bit. Like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> let's back up. I like some dressings, <laughs> but I want I want to have con- control over it because I don't like a soppy salad. Gross. Um, I got really. I know everyone's like <laughs> soppy salad is uh, my drag queen name. <laughs> oh no, we know exactly. her lipsticks like around her lips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's got a lot of attitude, but a heart of gold. Yeah, soppy and a bra full of lettuce. Oh, I know a brothel, a brothel of lettuce. Brothel. Ever since Katie came on this podcast, we've had a lot of like hybrid words that just have to do with her name. Yeah, that's what being around me is like. Things are getting real adorable up in here. Yeah, too cute. It's too cute. Um, um. I also had a breakup with gluten. Well, I haven't completely broken up with gluten, but I took a long break from it after a stint of getting really sick oh. several years ago. Like, really, really sick. And I kept in the middle of the night being like, I thought I, thought I had appendicitis, and they thought, like, maybe I had a cyst. Uh, and I kept calling the ambulance. I now have a lot of debt because of that am- those ambulance yeah. rides. Uh, but it turns out that I shouldn't eat wheat. Well, so I've reintroduced a little bit. I, I have some now. I don't like to deprive myself, but I feel better when I don't. So. Good for you. Yeah. I think it's. I think just like um, just like dating and dating and food have that in common, where you just have to figure out what works for you. Yeah. Like it doesn't. There's no recipe for um, perfection. It's just like everyone eats differently. Everyone dates differently. I know, and it's hard. It's like you, for a while, it was a little bit like, you know, you feel the need to, uh, especially on dates, be like, oh, I'm sorry, this is. Mm, you know, like that, that was a weird transition because I'm also a vegetarian. It's like, I don't eat meat and I probably shouldn't have any gluten. <laughs> yeah. <Baby. laughs> I bet I'm a red flag. Uh, I think I, people are used to it. I think people are used to weird food yeah. restrictions. And, and if you can't bend with those, then, then you can't bend with, with me. me. <laughs> did you mm. just fall in love? we did a while ago again but we just got a little bit deeper i think yeah Uh, we leaned in we leaned into our relationship 
There I, are foods that I feel like, you know, not even foods. There, there are eating habits and styles that I feel like I should break up with or just changes dietarily and health-wise that yeah. I try to make. And it's interesting because they seem to coincide with... You know, I mean, I, I uh, until recently was not a was a stranger to um, was a stranger to um, <laughs> repeat business, breaking up and getting back together with someone. You uh, were until about until about two years <laughs> ago, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Oh, this this is a bad. I'm going to do it eight times." Sure, yeah. Uh, and I kind of feel <laughs> that way about eating garbage, where I'll just have a period of time where I'll eat um, well, and I'll say that felt kind of good, and then just completely fall off the wagon and go like, "Well, then the next three months of my life, I'll just eat garbage." Yeah, and um, it's a lifelong commitment. It's not until I feel like my rock bottom is ahead of me. Something really bad needs to happen. I need to start looking different in the mirror. Uh, nude? Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Shirtless? Sure. Uh, yeah. I need to have some weird reaction to some food before something really changes, which is how it is with relationships and me too. Yeah? Yeah. You have it in you. What? To manufacture that. Maybe not. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't mean it like the way. I don't mean it. Maybe. I mean, you do, but I like, maybe you're just not ready for it. Like you'll be some, ready for changes when you're ready for changes. Yeah. And sometimes I think, I think it's okay sometimes to fluctuate. Like, so, yeah. so I'm a big believer. I'm, and this maybe is sort of exactly opposite of you, to be honest. If I break up with someone, goodbye for forever. <laughs> That's, I did know that about you, which is not, uh, the same as me. Yeah. It's, uh, I am me neither. I'm somewhere in between. Oh, mm. I'm aggressive with my, I, I've tried to see the world in gray, right? I'm, my goal is to see all the gray areas, but when it comes to breaking up, if you break up with me or if I break up with you, that's it for forever. Yeah. I'm very strict with it. Um, I am also kind of strict with my eating though, also. Yeah. And it's, there is like this book I read that says the way you eat is the way you do everything. Mm-hmm. And it's no surprise to me that I'm aggressive with um, ending things. Like I, I used to love going on juice cleanses because it was like strict and it would end. And there yeah. was this like time period of it. And Something about that makes me feel very comfortable. You like the structure of it. It's yes. a lot to do with your life growing up. Yeah. Like you find comfort in, um, these are the rules. Yes, I love how. Did you not grow up with rules? <laughs> um, no, I. Sorry, gr- everybody. Yeah, Katie's coughing. I've got a little bit of a cold. Yeah, she does. Um, I grew up with uh, not a lack of structure, a lack of feeling in control. Mm. So I grew up with, um, my dad was a drug addict and my mom was a recovering uh, addict. So she was in recovery my whole life. So she never drank or did any, or drugs or anything. But my dad was always doing something. And she still has those like tendencies, like has that in her, like the, 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 anyway. Yeah. The sort of addictive um, personality personality type where it's extreme. It's extremes. And while I don't drink because I'm, I was afraid of it, and while I don't really do drugs because I was afraid of it, um, it manifests into other ways. So yeah. my, I'm strict with relationships, and I've been very strict with boundaries in the past, which I've yeah. um, nicely let go. And my, uh, I'm very proud of myself for that, but still it shows up in certain ways. Like, I won't get back together with you if you break up with me. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's, it's done. Yeah. I cut off entire, the last relationship I was in, I cut off communication 100% for a year afterward. Like, I literally did not respond to an email, a text, anything. I was 
so hardcore. My friends used to call me Hardcore Nelson. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah. Doesn't More than one person called you that? Many people called me in. Um, hardcore Nelson sounds like a wrestling move. It is probably. What is that where you just like, you pin someone to the mat and then you run away from them for a year? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think it's when you bring a weapon to the mat and you use a weapon when you're not supposed to and then you run away for a year. (laughs) You knock them out cold. (laughs) Yeah. It's like when you do something so dramatic that it scares everyone. Mm. Um, I think that you're better about this than you used to be. I've loosened it a bit. And I do believe that there are things And with food. Yeah. I've loosened my food rules. I've loosened my... Uh, relationship rules I'm but it's still unique, working it's, on it you're still working on it yeah and I'm that's still important on it I mean I think that I think that that's one of the things I love the most about you oh. is that um but for serious for seriousness guys um <laughs> Stevie Nelson or as I know her in my heart Stephanie Nelson yeah um is committed to self-growth and improvement and when she recognizes something about herself really investigates it and um and explores it in all capacities and is honest with herself with what's working and what isn't. So and that's going to be a lifelong journey for you. Oh, and gosh. It's inspiring. Mm. <laughs> oh. I don't know. It sounds boring. Yeah. It sounds too. It sounds scary is what it sounds. And it's and it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary. It but, is scary. Uh, it's aspirational, too. I would prefer to um, make personal strides and learn about myself but sometimes it's fun to just you know fuck you up for you, are, you, know. <laughs> you are i am yeah you're all you you're always growing and and like even you saying like oh I, I recognize these things about me and like i have to i know that when i'm gonna have to hit rock bottom before changing that's not true it's not gonna be rock bottom it's just gonna be something but the first step to that is an awareness and an honesty about it well, therapy. I'll to believe it. <laughs> therapy. I uh, I have I went to uh, a therapist for the first time in uh, a, almost two years uh, last week. How do you do? I met it. Yeah, as a new. She's Good a for new, you. Uh, that is scary. That's yeah. a big deal. It was scary because I've only seen a therapist uh, after crushing breakups, <laughs> and uh, relevant to what we were just talking about, I stopped going to see the therapist when the person and I would get back together. So it would be four sessions of raw emoting. And then he would say, okay, let's talk about your parents. And I'd be like, "Ah, boring. (laughs) Yeah. Later. And then I, the parents are fine. (laughs) They're still together. They like each other. Bye. (laughs) Anyway, let's talk about my ex-girlfriend more. You dip out. I I know that pattern. I've done that. Me too. You dip out when you're doing something that you know is wrong. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. you know that your therapist is going to be like, why are you doing that? Or what is, like, you know internally that something is so off, so you can't show up to the one person who's going to be like, this is wrong. Yeah. I would feel like when I've gone to, I've been in and out of therapy a lot. I mean, I feel like I commit to, like, therapy work with my friends and in my life and, like, I'm reading things. But, and also it's expensive to go to therapy all the time. Yes. Um, but, like, whenever I am in therapy, I hit this block where it's like, I've said everything. I don't know what else there is to say. We can talk about that. No, you don't want to. You know, I don't have anything to say. I'm fixed. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's not true. Mm-mm. Like you just hit, you're not acknowledging, you're not discovering what the next thing is. Yeah. That is how I felt with this, this last person mm-hmm. that I saw. And I think that he just was, while being a cool guy, he was nice. I remember 
I gave him a copy of my book because I mentioned it in passing and he was like, I'd like to read that. And then between sessions, he's like, I read it. It was actually very funny. <laughs> uh, but he was, he was and is just a very, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. okay. Mm-hmm. How does it make you feel? And how did that feel? <laughs> that doesn't work for and me. And I sat yeah, there going like, what is this, a magic trick where I give you $300 and you just Say nod pennies? your head? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you um, get more from this podcast by sitting here. You'd get more. I do and have. Yeah. Uh, but this new person, it's weird to go when you're not mid-crisis. Sure, so I don't yeah. necessarily feel like I'm in crisis. I feel like I'm in transition. Yeah. Uh, but we had this very intimate thing where she was just taking stock of like just inventory like okay yeah. what are some things we should be focused on blah, blah, blah. And, it, and it got to the point of you know have you experienced uh you know loss uh, recently and i was like no not since like february and then i went oh <laughs> shit wait oh really okay and then we just went over like what did you lose and i was like oh this is how therapy works. They just trick you. They put you in a comfortable chair and then they get you talking about, uh, oh, I get it. I want to leave. Yeah. But I'm resisting that because I could very easily just never go back. Yeah. Dave, lean in. Lean in. <laughs> lean into Dave. the therapy. Lean in. If it's I can here. give you any advice, it'd be <laughs> to lean so hard in. That's a little vague. Mm. You can give <laughs> just me- embrace embrace okay. the, embrace the discomfort of it and keep going. But also, like the thing I like about therapy because I started therapy when there wasn't a crisis too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I started it maybe two years ago, so I was like a year out of a relationship and thought I had dealt with that stuff. And then I noticed that every day that I kept showing up, she'd be like, "So what's going on lately?" And I'd sometimes just talk about work or I'd talk about friends and it would always end up being something that mattered. Yeah. Like no matter what, it'll end up going back to something that mattered, Um, which is really nice because I feel like sometimes you don't even know things bug you until you say them out loud. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I keep a lot of stuff in my head and then I'm like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then I say it out loud and I'm like, oh, what I just said is so sad or, you know. Yeah. And once you say it, you can't go back. No. Like you've had that thought. Wait, also, yeah. okay, this is a great time to talk. Uh, we always ask for Twitter questions. Yeah. And speaking of like no take backs, right? So yeah. you can't take anything back from when you say it to a therapist. But also, um, someone wants to know, what is the meanest thing you've ever done to someone? Mm. Which is like the hardest. That's a hard question. I feel like I know what the meanest thing I've done to someone is. I don't. I'm going to have a hard time answering this question. Uh, do you want to start off and then I can maybe, no, you don't want to share. I mean, I can share it. <clears throat> I got something. What? Yeah. Well, I gather my Yeah, thoughts. you start. You start. So I didn't, uh, <clears throat> at the time, this did not strike me as mean. I thought it was funny. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah, I just told you what this uh, was. Uh, it resonates with me. So I was <laughs> in... <laughs> <laughs> Paris, France. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Paris, France? Yes. Paris, France. Okay. Oh, it's in Europe. A place oh, I had never oh, been oh, 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 okay. until this past Christmas and New Year's. Uh, was on a very, uh, in theory, romantic trip with uh, my girlfriend at the time and another couple. And right before we went on the trip, we started uh, horrifically fighting in a way where I... I came out of it going, we're, oh, we're done. We're going to break up. Oh, this is why I was, was resisting wanting to go on this trip in the first place. Oh, this is why all of the kindness that this other couple who was essentially paying for us to go, that's why I didn't want to take their, I wasn't just guilt or whatever. 
that is normal for a Jew. It's because <laughs> I was feeling like it was a huge mistake in general. And uh, I, it was New Year's Eve. We were on a uh, cruise around the Seine River. Uh, we were all dressed up. I was wearing a tie, I believe. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. And, a tie. Uh, yeah, a necktie that I tied <laughs> myself. So it's a recipe of like this really romantic night. You're on a yacht. You're wearing nice clothes. It's New Year's Eve. Yeah, and it was like <laughs> one of the least romantic Yeah, because you're fighting. We're fighting. It also was a cheesy... They gave out noisemakers to everybody and all of these French people... I don't know if they must do New Year's different than us because they started handing out noisemakers and like silly masks and stuff at like 1115 just to be like pretty soon it'll be midnight and people started blowing the noisemakers <laughs> at like 11 like 16 premature and they did it for 45 minutes so when it hit midnight nothing ex- yeah. it, it was super anticlimactic yeah. like yeah 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 uh, we get it <laughs> yeah um, what happened to you at midnight so we were with a couple of different uh two other different couples uh, one was a, a friend of ours and his boyfriend who none of us had ever met before. Very nice guy. But my girlfriend uh, at the time was was talking to the, our friends, this guy's boyfriend. Again, great guy. But the clock struck midnight. Couples are kissing and embracing. She's talking to this guy and like taking <laughs> pictures of him. And they're I mean, I was like not really even in this conversation. I was like, we didn't kiss. What is happening? that's crazy and then i was just like fuck it i'm drunk whatever and she and i were talking and she said something nice and i just i put i like affected uh like a starry-eyed look on my face and then i just said like i used a conversational segue and i said something like well uh and i put my hand in my pocket as if i was going to take a ring out and she like oh she looked she her eyes like went she Anyway, I then was like, just kidding, just kidding. And then she, she, this is the worst. she like, she shriveled. And I was like, yeah, we are in a, ter- you don't like me anymore, essentially. Like, you don't want to be with me. I, it's not, I didn't say any of this, but seeing it, having it register that she was not happy and with what I had, I was like, and then I finally, I, I didn't really want to backtrack. I was like, come on, like, given the, if you don't think it's funny, I'm really sorry. But if you think it's funny, I'm not sorry. Because I kind of think it's funny. And she was like, no, no, it's funny. It's funny. But, I mean, immediately, we broke up right. That was the meanest thing right you've ever done. In, in, a, in, the, in the context in the, of a yeah. relationship, she was yeah. really, seeing the look on her face, she was really upset. I yeah. can think of, yeah. you know. The, it's the, pretty mean. The just, like, kind of shitty backhanded things you say. Like, yeah. those are those are kind of in and out of my brain. But that one, the look on her face when I yeah. did not pull a ring box out of my... Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty bad. I think that, I think there's something really, I think the reason that's bad, it's not necessarily because there was any like negative intention behind it, but I think that every woman wants to see herself even, maybe not, but maybe I'm just speaking for myself as um, a woman worth marrying. And when yeah. someone jokes about it, I think it feels like they're being like, ha 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 ha, you're not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I definitely like the look in her eyes conveyed that, but to me, I, the joke was more like, this is going what terribly. What possible, what <laughs> what worst time could you ever pick to propose? Like, clearly, we're not even going to be together for another like three weeks. Yeah. Let alone forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she was. I mean, it was the kind of thing that she didn't want to admit at the time. Yeah. I learned. I do think that's mean. Um, <laughs> I do. I think it's, it's really it's, mean. It's if mean. someone did that to me, I'd be like, "Hey, fuck you." Yeah, I know. And I jump we off don't, the yacht and I swim to land. We don't joke about marriage around here, okay, guys? <laughs> not 
funny. Um, it's only funny if you, it's only. Funny. Well, she did some other weird stuff to me too. Listen, don't, don't defend yourself. I think she did mean things for sure. Um, yes, if you want to share your mean thing, you're welcome to. But we would like to end the podcast with asking you a set of five questions that we're going to ask every guest. Let's do that because we don't have much. We have to. We don't have much up. time. Well, we okay. don't have to. <clears throat> You don't want to do it? No, we could do it. I just, I was excited. I mean, do I feel like hear, I shared this mean thing. And, and everyone's I'll like, share Never mind. really quickly. And I got excited. Quick. Okay, but share your mean thing and I'll tell a mean thing and then we'll yeah, ask you the we'll five be real, questions. We'll be concise. I, I mean, like, I don't know. I think it's along the lines, the same vibe of like being at a party and like the person comes up and you kind of bristle and you're like, I don't really want, we're just fucking. <laughs> like, I don't, we're not yeah. here together. Um, but there was like this one time I was dating this guy like several years ago and I invited him back to, like, I mean, we went on one date, and I'm like, I don't know. I can't really tell what this guy's like around other people. Um, I invited him to, like, this game night with Nellie and Matt. Yeah. And I'm like, this is some dear friends of ours. Um, this would be a good test. And, like, he was real weird, and he was kind of, like, embarrassing to me. And, like, he made the, all the, the drive all the way out to Venice. But, like, I was being really hyper-focused, and I'm like, I'd rather be hanging out with my friends. And so, like, he was clearly uncomfortable and was like, he was going to leave at some point. And he was like, do you want to walk with me down the beach while I'm here for a little bit and I was like no <laughs> oh. I was like I think I'm gonna stay here oh it's like okay <laughs> bye and that was that <laughs> can I say something yeah I think there's a fine line between me- being mean and honest. Also, yeah, yeah, and being honest and and saying what you need. I think mm-hmm. sometimes we think it's being mean, and maybe it did hurt the person's feelings. It might have hurt their ego a little bit. Yeah, but I, it sounds to me like you just said what you needed and wanted. I know, but it feels bitchy. In it does. Hindsight. It feels mean. I get it. Yeah, that, that's what comes to my mind. But yeah. I don't know things like that. Yeah, I'm uh, not a mean person. <laughs> no, you You're don't. Not a mean you person. don't feel mean. None of us really no, feel we're mean. Nicies. Um, my meanest thing I've ever done to someone was in my last relationship. Um, he and I, well, we, we, like towards the last year of our relationship, we got in so many fights and it was very uncharacteristic of anything I've ever been in. So I didn't really know how to handle it. And, um, one of the fights we got in, he used to kick me out of his apartment a lot, which unbelievable. Boy, that sucks. Let me just tell you something. Don't do that to someone. Yeah. No. It's so shitty. He would just be like, get the fuck out of my apartment. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so we... Who kicks you out of anywhere? I don't know. He did all the time. Who kicked Stevie out of the place? We're not going to name names. I'm just saying, like, what <laughs> kind of person? Uh, a monster. Yeah. Um, okay, so he kicked me out of his apartment. He was like, get the fuck out of my apartment. And we were cooking dinner, and I was starving. Like, it was the most bizarre time to just like kick someone out of your apartment and in front of me after he kicked me out of his apartment he picked up what we had made and he started eating it and a fire lit inside me like a literal fucking fire i was enraged because i was like you just kicked me out of your apartment and you're gonna go eat the thing i made for you yeah and when i'm the one who was hungry like it was so weird and it was so mean so i took a glass of water (laughs) (laughs) and i threw it on him i've never done that before in my life i actually did what they do in movies you know like throw a you're a monster i tossed a glass of water i've never been spoken to that way before (laughs) (laughs) um and i did that to him and i can i'll never forget the look on his face of like I think he, I think a he thought it was kind of funny because it's so weird. It is. It was kind of it's funny. It's a little bit funny. It's funny because it was so dramatic, but yeah. also like didn't do anything. Like water does nothing to you, but the intent, my intention behind it was like so mean. 
and I meant it to be mean and I hope that it hurt that I I will never forget the way it felt leaving and I was like oh, you shouldn't have done that oh <laughs> ooh, that didn't feel good like it felt terrible for me was that the end of your relationship <laughs> no how much longer did it go on after that I'm pretty sure like six months oh no it did not get better it got much much that worse did. I have a really super extra quick another one that I think maybe is worse. What? Uh, well, I my uh, I was dating someone and it, it was also New Year's. Ugh. New Year's is not my holiday. I will say no. Ladies, all this weird. Do take not, note. Do not date Dave on New Year's. Dave of, needs to be dateless on New Year's. A <laughs> lot of weird pressures felt in me on New Year's. It's I even, agree. A lot of pageantry. Everybody's dressed up. Everybody's Ugh, extra. Gross. Not everybody. I get ex. I don't know why I get extra drunk or extra drug fill in the blank Anxiety. but it's just like the pageantry and just like it's we're gonna be a new year it's, it's high full stress. of promise it is yeah. high stress anyway i went to a party and somebody told me to put my hand out and they put mushrooms into my hand and mm-hmm. uh i will say that surprise mushrooms are a dangerous kind of mushrooms yeah. why uh well uh, i'm a casual um mushroom taker i'm a casual everything i'm not an expert on doing any kind of anything uh Obviously, some people argue that nobody's an expert. You're basically just poisoning yourself. Um, but I took some, and my uh, girl girlfriend took some, and then I what all I wanted to do. Yours reminded me was I just wanted to walk, go outside mm-hmm. with with this person, and she wanted to stay in and talk to other people at the party that who weren't me. And I was like, I just it's a beautiful night. I just want to go outside with you. And she was like, I don't want to. And we finally like, got outside, and she was like, I'm cold. And I just, I didn't feel cold at all. And she swore she was cold. And she, I should have just been like, you're cold. Let's go back inside. But I was on drugs and uh, we were, it was like escalating. We're on the sidewalk. I will never, I don't <laughs> raise my voice. Oh, this no. was, it was, this was literally just about like wanting to be outside versus wanting to be inside. And I feel like you can really dissect that. But it was just like two idiots on drugs. Yeah. And uh, she was like, I just want to go inside. And I was like, why? It's a really nice night. I just want to walk around with my girlfriend outside. And she said, I'm just, it's cold. And, uh, she was wearing like a thick cardigan with a dress but it was unbuttoned and I just looked at her and said why don't you button your fucking cardigan oh my god and then she looked at me and went you do not talk to me that way and then she walked away from me and then the rest of the night was just me being like I'm sorry I can't I'm sorry I'm out of my mind right now I'm like crazy um, that wasn't that mean that isn't that mean that's like minor that feels minor well, never mind. So I guess it did a bad job. Maybe Dave is highly dateable on I New Year's. Think, I think you're not that mean. I think your meanest is like my ex-boyfriend's nicest. <laughs> well, good. I'm tr- just trying to be better than that guy. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> I do know. low. Yeah, he holds the bar low. Anyway. Um, okay, so now is the time where we wrap up uh, talking to Katie with five questions that we ask every one of our guests, starting with Katie. Okay, from because here we, on out. Yeah, because <laughs> you're beta testing oh, our good, new yeah, finale excited. segment. <gasps> okay, fun. are you ready for this? I hope just, so. Just answer instinctively and quickly. It okay. doesn't need to be long. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Does, you don't have to be too Let's quick. Keep it, yeah, okay. You have to be really fast. I'll be the this good will be cop timed. in this. You have just chill 15 out. seconds. <gasps> okay. No. Okay. Number one, what is your favorite food? <laughs> the answer that came to my head is spaghetti, and that is a fucking lie. I hate yeah. spaghetti. I don't you eat spaghetti. It? I don't eat spaghetti at all ever. Do you miss um, spaghetti because you're gluten free? I think maybe I maybe I miss spaghetti because I'm gluten free. I think. Thank you, Dave. But you hate it because it. Well, hey, I get spaghetti you. is not my favorite food. What, what is? is my favorite food? Mm, ice cream. 
Yeah, yeah. I knew you were going to say that. That's good. <laughs> we all, the three of us, have a, a, a not secret dream of uh, a four an- adults uh, ice cream place with the same ambiance of a cool bar. I yeah. named it. Do you want to know what I named it? Yeah. Ice Cream Social. <gasps> so good. Think about it. Think about I it. Can't, I, I get too excited thinking about it. Me too. Number two. Yes. Do you believe in soulmates? I believe in, yes, but not singularly. Like, I believe that there are lots of people that you connect with on a soul level, and maybe you've even known in a past life. Oh, revealed a lot about myself. That's a big maybe. But, um, yeah, I do. But I just think there's several. I agree. Number three, what's your favorite thing to cook or bake for someone? I'm a terrible cook. Me too. (laughs) <laughs> so there there are two things i can cook and one's a pot of lentils <laughs> i have counts i have been over to katie's house where she's like i'm cooking dinner do you want some and i'm like what's on the stove and she's like a pot of lentils <laughs> and everything in me is like that's not dinner well like then it com- <laughs> what comes with it is an egg and like maybe some brown rice and spinach that's mm. a meal it's a diet for someone who's uh, living in strict poverty. I think exactly. Um, <laughs> my rent's too high. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I love that. I also like cooking eggs in a frame, um, oh, slightly cute. undercooked and then like putting it on spinach and then like cute eggs so. in a frame. Is that inside like you, a piece like of you bread make, that you, yeah, a piece of gluten-free toast and you, you cut just lightly toasted. You cut a hole in it you put it in the pan, you, you crack the egg in the middle and you mm. flip it halfway through eggs in a frame. That's really cute. Yep. Also affectionately called eggs in a basket, but I eggs guess maybe basket. eggs in a frame is the gluten-free eggs in a version. I call it eggs in a bread. Eggs <laughs> in a bread. <laughs> um, number four, what is your favorite drink? What is my favorite drink? Uh, doesn't have to be alcoholic. Oh, yeah. I didn't go there. Uh, chai tea latte. Yeah. Mm, good mm. answer. Mm. And our final and last question. Oh, my number heart got sad, though. Five. I know. Because it's over. Because once we leave here, we'll never see each other again. This is Until it. you start your food and relationship podcast. Yeah. Avocati. Avocati. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. We would like from you one piece of advice that relates to both food and relationships. Like, if you could give one piece of advice to someone, what would it be? You could give her the example that uh, Alex Blagg left us with. So, Alex Blagg left us with his um, example of low and slow, right? Mm -hmm. So, a relationship can start, it doesn't need to be like fireworks in the beginning. It just should start and just go gently and low and slow over like a slow heat. Because if the heat's too high, you're going to burn that gluten-free toast. Yeah, and we've all been there. Sure. Oh, that's a really great... Right? Has it worked for him? Yeah, his wife, he dated her low and slow, and, low and she, slow. he also cooks low and slow, and he says it's an effortless and way to cook. is that the name of his podcast? Is that what we said? Not yet. Low and slow. He's too busy being a professional and having a happy marriage Life. with kids yeah. to have a podcast. Ugh. Yeah. What a nice... So, imagine that. So do you have one of those? Like, could you think of one that you're like, oh, that works? And you know what? Maybe it only relates to food. Maybe it only relates to relationships. We'll make it work. I had two answers that came up in the first would be trust your instincts. Mm. But that's, and that's pretty across the board. Wow, that's good. Um, and, and the other thing that I thought is to stay open. Like, and that's hard to do. Like, Those kind of contradict each other a little bit. I know. Where it's like, actually, for example, trust your instincts, but like say if you're on a date and you're feeling like hesitant or you're sensing hesitation, you know you're in your instinct well, but you're still that. staying open i'm saying open to the possibility of things and sure. open like not 
jumping to conclusions, trusting your instincts with people and food, right, and what feels good and what is going to nourish you the best. Uh, <laughs> that is good. Yeah, That's but also good. to stay open because we've all been hurt several times by now at this point in our yeah. lives, and it's not going to change. And it's going to happen in other areas of our life more often too. It's no. not just relationships. I refuse to be hurt again. Yeah, I'm. I'm well, <laughs> but like, I mean, I'm older than both of you just by a little bit. Like very. Like no, I mean, obviously we're all close in age, but I'm done being what are you, hurt. 88? Actually, eighty-eight. Yeah. Nineteen eighty-eight. What are you? Eighty-eight years old. What are you? Eighty-eight years old. No, I'm seventy-six. Okay. Oh. Well, I take fish oil. Mm. It's working. Oil. Anyway, no one's ever going to hurt me again. Bye. Bye. We're all Bye. Um, <laughs> so guys, answers, yeah. those were a great piece of advice and things we can walk away with and be like, okay, trust my instincts. Stay open. Yeah. Apply that to food. Apply that to relationships. You might be okay. Maybe. Mm. You also might get by a car tomorrow. So, so. be present. <laughs> oh, boy. And grateful. Oh, oh God. Um, Katie, uh, does, is there anywhere um, on the internet that our listeners mm. can find you? Do you have a destination no. you'd like to direct us to? Um, I mean, yeah, you can check out my Twitter or whatever when I, <laughs> when I live there. Um, you can find me on cracked.com. Mm. Search your name in that search field. You sure can. I mean, you said go- I'm highly Googleable. One of the things that'll pop s- up is... I can say is, from experience, she is. Yeah, me too. Katie Stole Feet. It's yeah. a wiki feet page. I'd love to direct your attention to. It's creepy How's as your fuck. Um, low, I guess, because who cares about my feet? A few people. A few dedicated people care yeah. about my feet. Why am I talking about it? Uh, <laughs> you want to you amp that rating up, yeah, clearly. Let's get that rating um, higher. Uh, yeah, Twitter. Look for me. Got some corny McDonald's commercial coming out soon, and it'll be embarrassing, and you'll see. It'll it all. be cute. It'll be cute. I love you guys. Um, <laughs> we have had such a good time talking to you. Thank you for staying open and trusting your instincts with us. Always. And we're sorry about everything we've said. Thank you. Same. I accept your apologies. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Um, you want to tell everyone goodbye? You can do it whatever way you want. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. Direct. That is honest. Goodbye forever. Sweet. Creepy. 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 Happy Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) good. I think that's it. All right. Bye, Stevie. Goodbye, Dave. Good seeing you. Nice to see you too. Let's talk more often. Okay. I care about you. I know you at a deep soul level. I see you and I feel you. Hey, Katie. I'm still here. Tell Maggie I said hi. Maggie. Maggie. Katie. Maggie. It, we wanted you to leave a while ago. Oh. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally. Man, stress relief. Let's go to Buffalo Wild Wings. All right, Dave. All right. What? Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>